Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. And we are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for being with us. And I mean, it's really an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to come before you. And uh, just a couple of notes here. Um, people say, where could I hear you, Dave? And they kind of catch us serendipitously and randomly. Okay, we're on Red State Talk Radio. We are on KYH, and we are on Global Star Radio Network. We're on all the podcasts, all the big ones. You mean all, all the mainstream media guys? Yeah, Democrats get to hear me, guys. That's important. So we're on that. We also have a TV show, the Common Sense Show TV, and uh, well, it must be expensive. <laughs> this is what I get. Seriously, I go through this a lot. And I said, yeah, it costs about a cup of coffee a month. What? Yeah, it's two fifty for the two dollars fifty cents for the uh, annual plan. That's per month, and you get two free months at the end. And uh, we're not making money, folks. We're doing bandwidth payments with that. We realize the time is short. We're trying to get the word out. We're trying to reach as many people in as many venues as we can. But we have a really good show for you today that will go across all our venues. And that's with my old friend, Paul Martin. Some of you have written to me, aren't you and Paul friends anymore? Paul's been busy. <laughs> yes, we're still friends. Uh, we're still going to try to get to a Bronco game once. Not that I like the NFL. I hate the NFL. But we got to have a bonding moment. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Paul and I are going to talk about a number of issues today. We're going to hit the idea of vaccines, and uh, Paul's an experienced broadcaster. He goes back to the 90s at a Colorado station, and uh, he's well-known, obviously, by people in the field like Steve Quayle, and uh, absolutely uh, fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in terms of his background, his knowledge, the FBI used to follow him around, and I've done a show with him. We, we shared the microphone on an incompetent station, and we said, we can do better on our own. Thank you very much, and we did. So we're going to talk about vaccines. We're going to talk about uh, uh, the gross level of ignorance that is in America. Paul's going to have his ideas of why it is the way it is, and I'm going to have mine. And um, hopefully, if you're a parent, you're going to see through what Paul and I are seeing and apply some of those lessons to your own children. We're also going to talk about the reemergence uh, of the U.N., and Paul and I have had experience in covering that story in the past, and we're going to review that. And we're also going to talk about how the food supply in his neck of the woods is being deliberately poisoned. How's that for a menu? Wow. I hope we can get all this in in a, in a short show. Uh, we've got about 52 minutes left, and we got to get rolling. Hey, Paul, people don't think we like each other anymore. Can you believe that? Oh, I've, I've had some pretty astounding health relations since about the middle of December. Yeah, I know. I know, my friend. I know. Uh, but, uh, hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is Paul, my friend. Um, <laughs> we plan to do this stuff for a long time, for a long time. And um, uh, like I said, we, we shared a radio show for a while, and it was a great experience. But, uh, Paul, let's go back in time. You're, you're a former... For people who don't know, um, former uh, tank man in the Marine Corps, um, loyal to this country as loyal can be. And um, did you ever think growing up, my friend, that you would ever see us in the situation we're in where we got a dementia patient and basically a hooker for a vice president? Absolutely not. When I was 13, I read Billy Graham's World of Flame. That was during my training to be a Southern Baptist preacher. And uh, so I was just finishing up 
the book. And when my mom got home from work, she worked at a bank there in Tulsa. And uh, she said, what'd you think about the book? And I said, my older years are going to be very, very interesting. Oh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are. And, and here we are. I can't think of a better title of a book, even back in those days, World of Flame. But That's good. maybe we're there. We're uh, there. Steve Quayle has a saying that really fits and would be a great title for a book. And I may steal this from him sometime. Um, here's the title. <laughs> What's coming is no longer coming. It's already here. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to him about that. Yeah, he said he said that uh, more than once when I've interviewed Steve, and uh, we have a joint business venture together, and we, we sometimes come on and we'll do a mini info and then do a, a show on current events, and uh, we do that quite often actually. And uh, um, I tell you, Steve has said, and I want to get your reaction to this, that. Individual salvation under the Lord and protection is very possible. However, what probably is not possible is the saving of America. Now, it's all opinion. We all can have different opinions. So what do you think about that, Paul? Where, where do you come down on that issue? Oh, I think it's I think it's already gone. I think it's already been gone. For, I mean, my God, we probably hasn't had a real government since, you know, the mid-1800s. I mean, if you go back in history and, you know, the Federal Reserve and the Rothschilds and all that. I mean, we've been, we've been, I've been controlled since I was born. And my parents too, but nobody knew it. But now they know it. <laughs> you know, you, you, you put it great out, you know, in your article this morning when I read it. And, And there's a number of number of writers talking about Brandon uh, Smith over at Alt Market had a really good, fairly long story for him, and uh, talking about the same thing we're talking about. For all practical purposes, especially right now, this country's over. And I was I was talking to you before we got on the air. I've got a farrier. It's a horseshoer for those you don't know what a farrier is. And he's just a good kid, and he is so bright. And he loves to come over here because I've talked to him and and uh, about current events. And and last time he was over, and he, I went out to see him, you know. And and he he covers quite a clientele from very wealthy to just dumb cowboys like me, and and everywhere in between. So he he sees a great cross reference. Through his customer base and he looked at me and said 98 percent of the people out there have no clue what's going on and i said you got it you know it's it, it, and you can look at the fall of, of empires and nations and and uh throughout history and uh when they get you you know i, I always go back to charlotte Italy's book the deliberate dumbing down of america yeah. and I mean, she nailed it in that book. Just nailed it. I mean, there's like forty something pages of footnotes in that book. I, you get it at domestic. Um, having never seen it more. The deliberate dumbing down of America. dot com, I believe. Yeah, and, that's uh, okay, Joe Biden. I have those moments too. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I interviewed Charlotte a number of times. I'd say, oh gosh, a lot between like 2009 and 2012. 
and then she got into some bad health and uh, but she still tried to be active but she was right on the money you know we weren't going to talk about this but you bring up an interesting topic and you're talking to an old educator and and so this is near and dear to my heart our kids are being totally perverted in the public schools i want to just throw this out to you and, and get your reaction but you know in la county they're teaching uh, six-year-old kids about oral sex and demonstrations on inanimate objects on how to perform it and folks if you think i'm being graphic what do you think it's like for the six-year-old kids to sit in front of this crap where they're just confused as hell and are we developing a generation of perverts and then uh, the nea is fine with this the nea is going to teach critical race theory um i i had breakfast my wife and i had breakfast with an old old friend of ours of 20 years and uh great time uh oh did i mention he's black but we're supposed to hate each other and that's what our kids are being oh, taught yeah. we'll judge kids yeah. each other by the color of our skin and race defines everything and it, it just it just makes me want to throw up and i'm glad this stuff wasn't around because of the junior high i went to paul i went to grant junior high in denver and i was one of 10 percent non-black kids now, I was treated wonderfully. I had great lifetime friends. But can you imagine if critical race theory had been around? I probably wouldn't have survived. Because these kids would all have been propagandized. And the NEA is saying, our teachers are going to teach this. We don't care what you Republican governors say and ban it. Okay, the generation is kind of screwed, isn't it, the younger generation? Yeah, and I... I... I don't see them stopping it. I mean, it's the, yeah, the uh, the cross dressers and the transvestites, you know, having school time storybook and all. It's it's Satanism. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I was talking to Mike Kerr from here, the Watchman, the other day, and 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 we both agree. Uh, you're either on the side of Jesus or you're on the other side playing for the other team. There's no middle ground here, but. This stuff, honestly, I saw some changes in education, you know, and as, as I moved into the community college and in the university level, I, I saw things changing. I could not be in this education system today. I would not survive. I absolutely would refuse to do the things they're talking about doing. Um, now they're mandating vaccines. Let's go to that for a second. Um, Paul, can you explain something to me? Now, I'm not a doctor, but I learned... That when you get a when you get an illness, you have immunity that's better than any vaccine, because your body produced natural antibodies. Why is it that this government refuses to even acknowledge the time-honored practice of immunity based on prior exposure? They want you dead. <laughs> okay, explain it. Explain that. Well, I mean. Uh, you can go to Mike Adams' website. You know, there's all kinds of news out there about about now we got now we got kids dying, thirteen year olds dying, cute kid, and and they're they're they've been fudge. I knew they fudged the numbers from the get go on this thing. You probably did too. Yeah, that's did. what the government that's what the government does. And uh, and I was when this whole thing started. Do you realize that they locked down people for three weeks through a TV? Well, looks like y'all need to lock down. Okay. And just like that, everybody just locked down. Hell, I kept going to town, doing whatever I wanted to do. And, uh, and it's all over the world. I mean, they're having, they're having riots over this vaccine from, from, uh, uh, 
France is really hot right now. They're having riots. Well, in, uh, Italy Australia. too. Italy has joined in. Yeah. Aust- yep. Australia. Yep. People are rioting all over. But it's yep. not. It's not doing any good. It's not changing the trajectory of the tyranny that's being opposed to us. But you know, I look at the prior immunity. Absolutely unscientific. They won't acknowledge it. And, and Paul, here's another deal. I got a friend. He took the first vaccine and he almost died very very sick so he goes to a specialist and the specialist says to him uh sir you can never take the second one you'll die you will not survive okay so here he is he couldn't coach in the nfl today because he can't get both shots soon he's not going to be able to go to movie theaters concerts athletic events maybe even the grocery store and so forth he's going to have to have the covid passport which i'm calling today's modern version of the j stamp and and he's saying i'm screwed if i take it i die if i don't take it i don't have a life what the hell kind of sense does this make well these people this is this whole thing is just pure unadulterated even evil and it's and it shows us like i showed my farrier and, and and a lot of other people i've talked to that know me and uh they're just attached to those phones. They just play games and get on Facebook and and all that stuff. And they're 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 mentally torturing themselves. And I, that's by design. I was telling I was telling Diane the other day. I said we don't own these phones. These phones own us. Yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, I mean, there's people who can't go anywhere, even even to take a shower without their phone. It's just insanity. But they know this. And they'll keep playing the card on that. And you wrote it in your article this morning. I suggest everybody read it and get it out on your email list. But it's unimaginable that this country has been destroyed in six months. You know, that's all it's Without a, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're at a 29-year high for inflation. Um, we have riots in the streets that aren't being punished. We're letting criminals out. Even the D.C. police chief came out yesterday. And, oh, hey, take note, Black Lives Matter. The police chief in D.C. is an African-American. And he came out and said, I'm tired of my loved ones being exposed to these dangers because prosecutors won't do their jobs and that we're letting people out of jail that we shouldn't be letting out. And he was going off because of the shooting near the White House. And and he said, he says, I I can't protect the White House. I can't protect my family. And he just... And he went ballistic. And we have total anarchy in the streets. I mean, we're one false flag event away from South Africa. Um, To me, Paul, it's it's like, and and people are actually buying the the race division. They really are. Let let me ask the audience a question, and I'll put it to you too. Paul, do you know a white supremacist personally? Do, Do you encounter them in your daily life? No. No, but if you believe the, the mainstream BS media from CNN, the Communist News Network, there's a white supremacist on every corner. And if you salute the flag and talk about America being great and save the country, you're a white supremacist. I've never quite figured that one out. How did they arrive at patriotism equals racism? Well, I, you know, back, back during the, 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 the good old days, back during the militia movement, I mean, that scared the government to death. And I was interviewing, you know, a lot of the militia commanders around the country and and uh, some that went to jail for doing stupid stuff. 
but uh and then after i started doing that then i was on the giant radar with the fbi and uh but that if you're not dumbed down watching the cnn and the news feeds out there then you're it you're a white supremacist because you're thinking for yourself you love your country you love your children you want them to have a country and their grandkids and i look i, I look at my three grandkids and, and i just i i just, just want to cry because they have no future not no, unless we find a no. miracle to turn this around man it'll take a big one i know i hear you paul i hear you I keep plugging, um, but, you know, I've been marginalized. I kind of told you this, but I, I, I didn't tell you the whole thing. I told you I went to a, a Arizona audit presentation by Liz Harris, who is a good person, I think. Um, but let's put it this way. She's being sheltered by the process of auditing. It's not honest. They don't want the truth. They're only no. doing, they're doing the bare minimum. Uh, I'm going to give you one example. Okay, and they won't even touch this. They admitted very early on that they had duplicate ballots. So you walk up to the voting machine and voting machine doesn't work right, and so they give you a duplicate ballot. Now, by state law, to prove there's no fraud, the original ballot has to be attached, permanently attached, to the duplicate ballot in perpetuity. And it has to be affixed, like through a staple. Okay, so it can't be separated or it doesn't count. Um, I was told by a number of election officials that they have talked amongst each other in some cases. They think there might be as many 20,000 duplicate ballots with absolutely not one original. And, and listen to this, Paul, all the votes were for Biden. Now, Biden carried Arizona by 11,000 fraudulent votes. And this is totaling 20,000. The election's over. They talked very early on. They, they mentioned two things. And this is really telling. They said, Jay, back in October, the Maricopa County uh, Registrar, they got broken into and they got access to the voting list. But don't worry, public, uh, nothing was compromised. By the way, this happened in October. There was not a release of information until the new county clerk came in in January. They kept this secret. And here's why they kept it secret. If I have access to inactive voters, I can put them on these duplicate ballots. And that's exactly what they did. So these people who lived at the, the crosswalk of uh, don't walk and walk ended up on these uh, ballots totaling about 20,000. So I'm at this meeting and I bring this up. I said, you all were talking about this in the beginning. You mentioned their breach of the voter registration files. And this is how they got into the duplicate ballot situation and created false ballots, which, for which they have no original right there. That wins the election for Trump. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with it, Paul. Nope. And they're, well, they're I mean, in charge the, of the audit. They're in charge of the audit. It's just, and there's no, there's no, there's no way Biden could beat Trump. There's just yeah, no way. Yeah, I mean he can't get 18 people in a garage. You know he had a little bit of a rally for, uh, I believe Terry McAuliffe in Virginia, yesterday and. And he was booed and heckled and all kinds of stuff, which is, that's a good step. But a lot of people are just so scared of being, you know, uh, being locked up just for, 
you know, just for speaking. Well, the it's happening. It's happening, and I know we've kind of digressed off our script, but uh, this this was released yesterday, and I'm sure you saw some of it. Um, the January 6th protesters, we, we already knew they were being held in solitary confinement, which is cruel and unusual punishment for a trespassing charge. Even if you're disorderly, it's still excessive punishment. But now we have found out through the lawyers for these people that they're being routinely beaten up, and one, one man, I'm sure you saw this, uh, was blinded. Yep, lost one eye. Yeah, exactly. And and where's the outrage from the government? Where's the outrage from the people? There was a time, I think, when I was younger, that I think if this would have known, the American people would have taken to the streets and would be going to these jails and having massive protests. But people aren't doing anything. Too. They're doing nothing. No, no. Zilch. And that's, you know, they're, one, one of these days they're going to be gratefully sorry that they were such cowards that they couldn't you know it's not even standing up for yourself it's standing up for your children grandchildren aunts uncles and everything else and they're just scared i don't want to you know they'll say well i don't want to talk about it and that they don't want to know the truth which means you which that's your ace in the hole get them so stupid they don't want to know anything and that's yeah. where we're at. Yeah, one guy was hemming and hawing with me, and he wanted to engage me. He wanted to actually know what I know, but then he really didn't want to know. And yeah. uh, I just told him, I said, you have the right to remain blissfully ignorant and engage in cognitive dissonance. You have that right. I had to explain what those terms meant. Yeah, goes, I figured goes, you did. He goes, what, what do you mean? And I explained it to him, and I said, let, let me put it to you this way. Somewhere in a camp in America is a guillotine with your name on it. But if you saw that guillotine, it could have your name on it, but you're the kind of guy that would think that guillotine would just be used to cut your Subway sandwich in half. And I said, that's your problem. You don't see the threat. And that's the problem today in America. Paul, look, we've already talked about danger to kids. Um, We're going to get into some other issues here where the American people are under attack it's not like we got bad government. We're under attack. So. Oh yeah, it's it's way way gone beyond just bad government. I mean, we've always had that, and it, you know, there's always been tribunals and for this, that, and the other. But uh, uh, for the for for right now, we're we're on our own. You know, I said this to a person the other day. I said, things are so bad right now, Watergate would be a holiday from all this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's not that's not an exaggeration. Um, uh, the gross ignorance, though, that you brought up from your farrier, that it, it's absolutely true, but then it goes back to the schools. Um, I had a mom tell me this. Uh, in fact, actually, this uh, audit conference I was at, and this mom was telling me, she goes, yeah, I was watching my kid's Zoom class during the lockdown and she said uh, well how many of your parents think the election was stolen oh my god here goes the snitch program I mean you know that's happening so um, I guess some kids raise their hand she's watching so she's not saying anything because she's gonna let the teacher hang themselves well you know that's just not true your parents are absolutely wrong they're believing lies uh, and it's okay if they voted for Trump but he was a Hitler 
this is supposed to be when they're learning about uh, language arts, English, you know, punctuation, spelling, that kind of thing. Um, and and this is how it went on and on. And this woman listened. She started recording it. She went to the superintendent with the proof, and he said, "I see nothing wrong with this lesson." How scary is that? Oh, it is. We, you know, you got to look back. I mean, they started putting these communist educators in colleges in the '60s. Even my all my best for, that I rodeoed with, their dad, all their dads were World War II veterans, and they called it the socialist puppy mill. Even back in those days, in the '70s, and uh, and yeah, yeah, they got you while you were asleep or drunk or something. Yeah, it, it, you, you nailed that, but the, just the gross ignorance and and. This woman's telling me this, and I'm just saying, yeah, I, I can see exactly what you're talking about. Here in Arizona, our governor, who is uh, strongly tied to communist China, blocked any meaningful investigation very quickly after the election, purposely blocked it, demonstrably blocked it, has a conflict of interest with a company connected to vaccines called TGen, where he's on the board. And he has uh, done deals for rare earth minerals with the Chinese military. I could go on and on, but you get the idea. Oh, did I mention that our governor used to be named Roscoe, uh, an organized crime family out of Ohio? Yeah, he was from that family, changed his name. Uh, oh, did I mention that he didn't make any money on the Stone Cold Creamery of any substance until it went to work for Communist China, and now Communist China owns him? Um, but anyway, he's trying to pretend to be a populist right now, and he said there will be no teaching of critical race theory. The local, uh, the state association, the Arizona Education Association, that's a subset of the National Education Association, is saying, we don't care what the governor says. Our teachers are teaching it. Can you believe that? Unfortunately, yes. So, I, I, I just... It's mind-boggling. Yeah, I, I, I get to be at a loss for words, but... So if we wonder why there's gross ignorance. Now, there is hope on one area. I don't know if you saw this or not. I think this might have been, I don't know if it was on InfoWars or Activist Post, but um, there was an article out there that talked about the, the, young, the young generation, 1997 to 2008, that's Gen Z. They, 60% uh, of them are totally opposed to uh, cancel culture. Only 8% of them favor it, and the rest didn't know what it was. Can you can you believe that? So, sounds like you got company there. Hopefully it's not the feds. And that's, hopefully your dogs aren't barking at the FBI. Um, no, they just like to bark. That's why I'm outside, so I couldn't hear the dogs. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if you if you, I'm a history freak, and you can't even talk to people about history. They don't know it. Much less, no, much less ancient history, which I think is really fascinating but they don't they don't have an anchor they don't have any thoughts in their brain that would make them question this that or the other you know just like this pandemic they've got going here and uh you know the numbers in this whole thing have just been ridiculous but they can't let go of it that's the bad thing they're they're going to quit hammering our heads until 
get many of them dead as we can get, as you explained in your article today. And uh, and they're they're easy for killing. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you lock yourself up in your home for three weeks just because somebody talked about it on a television, you're doomed. Well, how many people do you see are driving down the street and they're in their car by themselves wearing a face mask? Oh, it's insane. People riding their bicycles. Wearing masks. It's it's insane. Last year in Arizona, um, the very liberal Arizona Interscholastic Association, a.k.a. AIA, they mandated that basketball players had to wear masks while competing. Yeah. They're lucky Did they didn't that? have asphyxiation deaths. Oh, absolutely. Did you see that video of that uh, young high school girl? They were running the track, whatever, 100 meter to her. I don't know what it was. But this girl just collapsed. I mean, she made it to the finish line. She won, but she just collapsed. And she didn't move after that for a while. Yeah, I know. Well, let's go back to the vaccines for a second because we're kind of touching on that again. Um, Did you see where the NFL, it's now mandatory or you don't play or you don't coach? Yeah, there's, there's coaches quitting. Assistant coaches uh, I mean, there's a lot of people in the in the uh, sports world that just aren't going to take the vaccine. They can read, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, 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 hundred years from now, you couldn't explain this to somebody. They wouldn't believe you that a nation fell that quick. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's mind-boggling. It's just mind-boggling. You know, I, I, when we were uh, going through the campaign of 2020, I remember one of the things I would say to Democrats that would speak to me is I'd say, can you tell me what Biden says he's going to do for America instead of what he's going to do to America? And, and one person said, what do you mean by that, Dave? And I said, okay, I said, Trump brought jobs back to America with a carrot and stick approach uh, with tariffs and, and tax breaks. And I said, it worked. We had record low unemployment for blacks, Hispanics, and women. And I said, a historical record. And I said, it worked. And, and they had great increases in, in wages. And, and I said, that's doing something for America. I said, when you take away the Keystone Pipeline that results in your gas going up $1.50 uh, 50 cents a gallon, that's doing something to America. And I said, tell me what Biden is doing for America as opposed to to America. And, and this is before they're going to cast their vote. And this person said, well, uh, I can't think of anything. Uh, I said, well, you know what's going to happen to your gas prices if he's president? There'll be no Keystone Pipeline. They're going to, he's going to cancel the Alaskan oil leases. We'll be getting um, uh, oil from the Middle East. Terrorism is going to grow. And he goes, well, I don't see that that way. And I said, okay, tell me one thing he's going to do for America. And this person, this person couldn't come up with one thing. And I said, so then are you going to vote for somebody else? Oh, no, I'm still voting for Biden. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I think gas hit, it's about 339 here. I think it hit $4. Uh, yeah, Paul, Paul, can you relocate away from that dog? 
I can. Because it's really bleeding over the sound. Um, yeah, I, I hear you. There's no end in sight for the gas. And and uh, I don't. Let me ask you this question. Um, do you think there's going to be a 2022 election? They can't have a 2020 election. 2022. I mean, 2022. They yeah, can't the midterms. Have one. Do, you, do you think they're going to have midterm? And you say they're not going to have one. They can't have one. What do you mean by that? Well, Democrats are doomed. I mean, even Kamala Harris is kind of slithering away back from the current administration in her vice president role, but they're already scared. And that and uh that's an that's a terrible thing to have people like this with this kind of power to be scared because somebody's gonna get hurt. Well that's what, that, yeah, exactly. It's like grabbing a snake from the middle, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just uh so there's there's no telling what they're going to do next. I mean, they're pushing the masks or pushing, you know, all the anti-vaxxers or evil Satanists and whatever else they're saying about us. But, uh, uh, the, the, you can, I, I don't believe any of these poll numbers and I watch a lot of news just to see what's going on. And, uh, I mean, this guy, this guy can't drag 18, 20 people to a garage. You know, there was hardly anybody uh, in the speech he had yesterday for Terry McAuliffe for uh, Virginia. And uh, there's probably more camera and, and, and just um, people that just weren't there to see Biden. They were booing him. There were some Trump supporters, and he kind of got a little upset over that. But... Uh, he he can't draw a crowd for nothing. Now, how in the hell is he going to beat Donald Trump? He can't. It's impossible. It's mathematically impossible. And they know that. But it happened. Look, at this is how complete the steal is. The people in the Arizona audit have great facts. I know some of those facts. And here's what they said at a meeting tonight. We're only going to let out a little bit at a time. And that's because they don't want to release the facts to the level that I have them. Like the absentee ballots I told you about. Not absentee, but defective ballots that you have to have the original attached to. They don't want to deal with that because that would overturn the election. Hey, listen to what our our attorney general is doing. This is is Mark Brnovich, okay? Mark Brnovich is running for governor. And, oh, I'm after election fraud. Boy, there was some election fraud. I'm really going after it. And I found out the cases he's pursuing. He's pursuing a, a woman, for example, whose mother died on October 5th and had filled out her absentee ballot and went ahead and cast it anyway. And he's prosecuting her and putting her in jail. That's one vote. He's prosecuting three senior citizens for voter impropriety. In total, his office is prosecuting seven people. So in other words, they don't want to overturn the election. They're going over after the lesser of all included offenses, and they don't they don't want to find anything. And and uh, here's another thing too, Paul. I've had people tell me that ran the election centers, and I can't say it was everyone because I haven't talked to every election center person, but I've talked to enough that Dominion never gave up the election codes for their machines. 
Uh, we never had them on the floor, Dave. Didn't have them. And the Board of Supervisors says, well, we're not giving them up because, uh, because. And then the sheriff said, well, they gave them to me for safekeeping, which he's not part of the election. That made no sense. The bottom line is Dominion retained them, and they were allowed to be in private rooms at the election precincts with no supervisions and their Wi-Fi computers. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. Yeah. Just like it is right now. I mean, they knew they knew that Trump was way, way more popular probably than anybody in this country. And the Democrats, they couldn't handle that. So they had to do every voodoo witch doctor they did. secret media. And, and, and just, just they, were, they won't. I think Trump put it right one time. He said, they don't hate me. They hate you. That's right, and they're only getting to us through through Trump. I, I totally agree with that. You know, and, and I'm going to give you a bigger picture. They don't really hate us either, Paul. They hate Jesus, and they're just using us to get to him. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't coming back soon enough. Sorry, Jesus, but, I mean, we needed you like yesterday, and I know his time is in my time. They don't necessarily match, and... He's got divine wisdom, and I've got divine stupidity. But my gosh, we're we're out there hanging on our own. Okay, I'll go back to our list here. Okay, we've covered gross ignorance. I want to talk a little bit about the vaccine uh, and explore that a little more. You brought up uh, what was her name, Kay Hutchinson, the governor of Georgia. I saw her press conference. First of all, yeah. I didn't know what she looked like. I have to confess ignorance. Okay, and I'm looking at her, and I'm saying, and the the background was really bad, uh, so you couldn't tell the location. And I'm thinking, she's going after vaccinated, uh, unvaccinated people. We need to put them on a list, and we need to segregate them, and they're the enemy, and we're going to get them, and we're going to get them. And da, 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 da. I thought this was maybe a nursing home lady going off because she felt threatened. And yeah. then, I, then I found out, that's the damn governor of Georgia. What an yeah. unprofessional scumbag she is. And saying we're going to make a list and come after you because you're not vaccinated? The new, the new J-list, just like you said in your article. Yeah, yeah. We're referencing that when Paul says that the J-stamp uh, that Jews had to maintain. Um, yeah, that's. I'll tell you, the passport's going to be the J-stamp. I'm actually going to write about that soon. Um, here's something else that's come out, Paul. The United Nations is taking over Salt Lake City. What's your take on that? Uh, that's a, that's called a foothold for battle. Yeah. And we, I mean, we, we covered, we covered that UN vehicle strapped down to the ground with antennas and dishes on top of it. That was for an EMP. And that was up in Wyoming. Yeah. That was Rollins, Wyoming, which is the Southern part of the state and not terribly far from where Paul lives. And yeah, we, we were sent photos uh, on yep. this, uh, independently, we were set photos. It's kind of interesting. I mean, we didn't get them as one group of photos. We got our own copies, and there was a UN truck that had um, um, anti-EMP equipment, and its communications would survive after an EMP attack. And then, remember, Paul, we also found the same kind of antenna in Aurora, Colorado, at uh, a, a stoplight, and we found it in Denver. And remember, remember how we found all these instances of the same equipment? Yep. 
So the thinking was, well, they're going to EMP us, and the UN's preparing to survive. Hey, but I don't know if you heard this or not. It was on Fox twice. They were reporting that uh, Biden is is inviting the UN in to handle racism. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's your take on that? Well, I don't I don't see any racism. I mean, my best friends and three best friends in Marine Corps were uh, black Marines, inner city, tough, smart. And I'd go to war with those guys, just about anybody. But uh, uh, they're they're just attacking us from from different views. You see what I'm saying? We got the vax, we got the racist, we got the white trash, and we got all this other stuff. And they're they're destroying the thought process because people don't think. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Destroying the thought process. That's really true. Um, but the UN is in Salt Lake City. They, I, I published uh, a couple of days ago the uh, factory where they're building UN vehicles in this country in Hagerstown, Maryland. And it's, yep. it's, 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 it's shocking. I mean, shocking what's happening. And people are just oblivious. Although when I ran the UN story, Paul... I probably have 10 emails with pictures. It's happening all across the country. They're here. They're here. Do you think well, Biden's... You, uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you, you dads out there with daughters and you gentlemen out there with wives, and I bet you know this, what, what, what's one of the top things that happens to a nation when the UN comes in? Uh, the women get raped and the men get killed. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, they're gonna <clears throat> they're gonna have a little tr- trouble out here, and and if I was the evil dictator, it's real easy. You just turn the power off. You know they're doing and a I drill that, on August 11th. Have you heard this cyber yeah. grid takedown drill by the military? Yep. Yep. Are you familiar with the concept called a snap drill? Yes. Do you think this could turn into a real event on the snap drill contingency? It could. Yeah, I mean, I'm worried, with about these, it. I'm worried about it. Yeah, with these rodents out there, anything's possible. And the bottom line is, when you look at all of this, they it's simple. They want you dead. And, and they don't care. And they don't care how many troops you know they they lose in this country. They'll just keep attacking. And with a and with a, a foothold in in Salt Lake City, which I can't believe that the, the Mormons would allow that, but evidently they have. And uh, there's no telling where all this stuff is. But but we've documented it. You've got the emails on everything that they're here and you're and they're going to have to be dealt with at some point and that's why i was saying just like places like michigan they got like a million seven hundred thousand deer hunters you know and, and you can go all over the i mean texas is big deer hunting and and uh it's pretty big out here but it's not as crazy as it is some other states and these are guys who used to shoot in long distance and 
they're just, they're they're going to lose some they're going to definitely lose some people and we're definitely going to lose some people but this is a, we're in a state of war i know and have been ever since this vegetable mine i can't even say president but when they this is this is public People all over. You can go to stories of Daily Mail or Gateway Pundit or just wherever you want to go, and everybody's talking about this guy's dementia. They're now uh, one guy came out I think this morning, and he's 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 expecting that they're going to take Trump or they're going to take uh, Biden out. He's he's embarrassing the the Democrats. They can't have that. So yeah, I'm going to bring up another idea for you to comment on. You know how when we go through flu season, you you usually hear the CDC talking about herd immunity. Well, the tide will turn on the flu season this year as we acquire more herd immunity towards the new strain of flu that's come to America. Okay, when's the last time you ever heard the, a discussion of herd immunity with the coronavirus? None. Yet it's a staple of every viral medical expectation. Always has yep. been. Always has been. All that matters to these people, we don't care if you're sick. We don't care what your religious exemptions are. We don't care if you've had the virus, which means you get better antibodies than the vaccine. We don't care about herd immunity. We're not even going to let you talk about it. If you bring it up on social media, we're going to ban you from the platform. Um, why do you think they're so fixated on the vaccine? Because they want you dead. You know, there's a there's a there's a new uh, strain you haven't heard of. It's called the Lambda. It's down in Texas, and they're talking about. I mean, I saw the 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 video of coming across the border, and. They said those people are just riddled. I mean, all over the world, India, Pakistan. I mean, it's not just poor Mexicans that want to get out of their their uh, regime. I mean, these people are flying in from all over the world to get in to the United States. And <clears throat> the Border Patrol's part uh, are testing these people, and they're just they're just shocked by the numbers of, of these people that have the disease. Yeah, I know. Tell me what sense this makes. Um, Coach Dennison of the NFL loses his coaching job because he won't take the vaccine. And we're letting, by the end of the year, 2 million people into our country without one of them being tested. Yep. What the hell kind of sense does that make? Well, buddy, they want us dead. I keep hating to say that, but everything that, that they're throwing at us, uh, you know, the loss of income over price increases and gas and and food and i'm just i'm just i mean i've got i got plenty of food but uh i haven't seen any shortage here in northern colorado but uh it's probably not far off i mean california is gone they've got they've got wells drying up There won't, there won't be any farm in there. And no, how many how many acres does Bill Gates have in the Midwest? I don't know what the number is, but I do know he owns over fifty percent of the nation's farmland. Yep. 
and a lot and and that's in the in the middle of the country and i think i heard you say one time on an article that you wrote about the chinese and we know the chinese military's up there and uh and you was you were you were talking about how they would drop in to the middle of the country and take over the mississippi and shut that half down and because they want the farmland Yeah, that is one of their plans. And Bill Gates is knee deep, as well as most everybody else with the with the Chicoms right now, and uh, it's just out in the open. I know it is amazing, but there is hope. I mean, I, I don't know if you follow this or not, but Sam Arnold and I have uh, been working collaboratively on some issues. And uh, first of all, we know that, one, Biden does not control the nuclear football, doesn't have it. Number two, he can't go to the Pentagon. Milley is ostracized by the other Joint Chiefs, except for the yep. Navy. And uh, you've heard this too, right? Yeah. And uh, the submarine fleet has never been under the control of the president, uh, at least not in the modern era. The Space Force is not under uh, Biden's control either. Uh, so you basically have a quasi-independent military that Biden only partially rules over. In your humble opinion, how far will the non-military, excuse me, non-milly military, how far are they going to go before they act against Biden? I wouldn't say it's not. I, I, I'm surprised it hadn't happened yet. Um, That's why I'm asking the question. Got, I agree with you. Yeah, um, the the military's a fun place to live in, and every every uh, military group, Marine Corps, we're real independent. Oh, I hadn't brought up that the guy that I saw was in the intelligence business that I told you about. Yeah, yes, tell that story. Yeah, we went in town at Fort Collins to have something to eat and a beer. And, and this guy sat down and he was, a, I mean, he, this guy was a bulk. I mean, he was big. And we started, and he had on kind of a patriotic t-shirt, so we started talking. All of a sudden, he told me he was in the Air Force Academy. I went, whoa. And he was telling me that he spent three years in England. And he said, everybody over there knows about the Chinese, know in the intelligence business that he operated with. They know everybody over there knows that. But he said you can't you can't bring it up once you cross back over the pond. I thought that was very revealing. Yeah, it's it's more than revealing. It's actually criminal. But uh, who's keeping track of criminality? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I asked him. I said he said it, it sounded like you which was so it was a lot of fun for me and I, I finally asked him I said you ever heard of a guy named Dave Hodges Common Sense Show he said no I haven't I said you you guys would get along good <laughs> but uh, it was amazing the um, but, yeah, that's an amazing revelation but see you know I talk to a senior level DEH agent a lot you know that yeah and uh, yep. and the legitimacy of it can be validated by 
people like Bob Griswold and Steve Quayle who know who this is. Uh, and he doesn't give me classified stuff that would put us both in jeopardy, but he does give me open source intelligence you can find if you just know where to look. The problem is most of us don't know where to look. And um, this is absolutely incredible. And it really kind of permeates every topic we're, we're discussing today. And that's what's going on at the border. He told me that unequivocally that political hit teams of cartels are crossing the border and they've already started carrying out low-level uh, local assassinations. So I'm, I'm being very serious. And I said, oh, you mean, yeah. I mean, it's on our, our on our TV show, commonsenseshow.tv. And I interviewed him on um, last Monday. So he said to me, he, he said, they're going to go after uh, obstructionist police chiefs, county sheriffs, deputies as example killings. Um, he said, key journalists. He goes, this is what we believe they're up to. And uh, we know who controls the cartels. Can you say communist Chinese? Yep. So uh, you could argue right now America's already under military attack by the communist Chinese. Yeah, that's why I said, well, we're in a, we're in a, this is open warfare with vaccines and the, the cartels and the gangs. I mean, there's places, you know, a bloody shooting two blocks from the White House at a restaurant. You know, uh, Chicago's gone. Uh, Philadelphia's not in very good shape. I think there's about 35 or 40,000 people that have moved out of New York City and gone to Florida and Texas. It's it's going to be interesting how this all comes to a head. But I think once the once the military, not so much the Air Force, we call it the Chair Force, but uh, you know the Army, the Navy, and the Marines, once they get a leader, that's when things are going to be fun. Yeah, and it's almost like who's going to get the first charismatic leader? I've been wondering that myself. Um, is the military going to rise up, Paul, on behalf of the people? God, I hope so. I know. I hear but, you. That, that's, that's the answer I give, too. My friend, we're just about out of time, and that's why I asked the cliffhanger question at the end, because I know you don't have any idea, and neither do I. But the, I, my humble opinion... Election reform is not possible. Uh, I'm going to keep working in that direction, but it's not possible. And uh, ultimately, if our military doesn't step in and enact the Insurrection Act, uh, all's lost. My friend, we got to scoot. Thanks for joining us. You're awesome. Thank you, Dave. Have a great day. Thank you.